podcast welcome back to theory and theology on this podcast we talk a lot about different cultural topics um different types of belief systems uh yeah just today i'm probably going to be talking more about the topic of um just well surrounding just like the culture of like relaxation and different cultures and things like that um kind of talking about nudity but not that's not really fully the main topic but um just in general but yeah just some housekeeping a little bit if you start seeing episodes that are being posted that are um that seem like they are from a very long time ago um it's probably because they are from a very long time ago um, every so often I'm going through my, um, episodes list and this app anchor kind of posts things. Um, and then there are other times where I have uploaded, uh, files to be posted that I guess I never formally posted, or maybe they just didn't post because of the Wi-Fi or something. Um, and so when I go in online, um, there are a lot of like untitled documents uh, that never got posted. So every so often, I'll go in and make sure that those get posted. So sometimes it probably seems like it's something like, you know, sometimes I'm talking about stuff that's happening like on specific days, um, specific times in the year, like Christmas or whatever it may be. And it's like, oh, why are you posting this like random Christmas topic in the middle of August, you know, like, so that's why (laughs) it's not that I'm just like, it's just, it just never posted and I never checked. Um, but it's something that when I go onto my profile on the actual computer, because I'm usually on my cell phone. Um, but usually like I only more recently started going in on the actual, um, desktop version, but anyways, um, so yeah, like there's definitely something that I've noticed that I, that I, it's, it's not uh, like uncommon, um, for people who are very familiar with Western culture and kind of, uh, at least like with Americans with their um nudity culture I guess you might say um now I I mean it's hard it's hard to really kind of uh like uh organize what I'm trying to say here so I would say overall in American culture, there aren't really that many places where it's socially acceptable to be without clothing. Like, the only places where you kind of see that is maybe, like, a few of the nude beaches. There aren't that many nude beaches, but a few of the nude beaches. A locker room, um, either involving, like, the gym or sports activities or something like that, or if you're, like, having some kind of, like, medical procedure or something, um, I cannot think of that many other times when you're just not gonna have your clothes on, I mean, just in American culture in general, it's a very clothed culture, like, I would say at the beach, or maybe during Pride, or Halloween, you kind of see people with a little bit more like body parts hanging out a little bit less covered sometimes um either as part of a costume or part of their beach attire um or yeah that yeah you don't really see too much like i would say at festivals too a little bit kind of any place where there might be costumes like, yeah, like, because at festivals, sometimes raves and things, people wear 
costumes they have kind of sometimes like this kind of pixie kind of like fairy looking costumes and different sort of costumes like that um and I don't know I don't I don't really know how many yeah I'm trying to think if there are really other places but there don't seem to be that many honestly um and a lot of people I think are I don't know if Americans are just like taught at a young age to just like wear clothes like when I was a kid I mean I think a lot of people when they're young kind of run around like maybe with like the bottom part of their underwear on and just running around without a shirt and just like either wearing a diaper or like some kind of underwear but there gets to be a certain age probably close to kindergarten or so when you start school where it's like all right you need to just have your clothes on it's socially acceptable to wear clothes but like always wearing clothes like like it's kind of like an interesting thing because like I I don't know I mean I'll sleep with clothes on I don't really care but it's like if it's just me and I'm not bothering anybody I don't see any reason to be really wearing a lot of clothes when I'm sleeping it's like I'm sleeping and I know people always have the argument that's like what if there's a fire or an earthquake and I'm like yeah but it's not like that's happening every night so often that I need my comfort to be disrupted just because of the um potential for like disaster and if there is a disaster I will have to deal with it when it comes I will be the unclothed one or you know I mean I sleep with my clothes next to me I'm not like they're not like across the room in the dresser or something and I'd have to like sort through things and like find out what to wear like I have them close enough to me that if somebody's like knocking on the door I can like put them on and like answer the door like I'm not like you know but it's like yeah if if my literal room was on fire or something during the night and it and if I needed to really get out or if we were getting robbed or something yeah I'd probably have a bit of an issue um but you know I'm willing to take that risk but um yeah, it's kind of interesting. There's this there's this um um Korean spa near uh my family's house and it's uh it's okay, so the first time I went and I think I've talked about this before when I talked about like nudist culture, maybe I've talked about this, maybe not. Uh but there's this this Korean spa and it's just in the middle of the city like it's not like hidden but um the area that that my family lives in is very um healthcare there's a lot of like health and we- wellness healthcare yoga studios meditation places like it's it's near the beach so the, it kind of tends to be not like it's not like right we're not like on the beach like that but like it's like we're it's kind of like a beach city and so like it kind of has that that LA beach city culture of like a lot of like um usually kind of more westernized versions of like different types of spiritual practices but it's not necessarily like for spiritual reasons just more like health and relaxation just in general um it's not necessarily tied to like a religion um but you do see those aspects of like buddhist culture and like different kind of like religious types of like things around in there just because you know um a lot of it they do take from like eastern cultures whether or not they're actually doing the actual like direct healing practices or what i mean each each uh site is going to really be different from one another there's um so there's a there's that um there's this there's this spa that i think is pretty cool i don't know the price ranges on it anymore but before the pandemic um you could get like a groupon i think and it was cheaper for like to get a groupon with like four people um or i think you get like a year pass and I think the year pass is actually a good deal too you can bring like guests I don't know I think you get like a couple guests a month that you can like bring or something and then like you can either all split the cost if there's more people I can't remember um the exact rules to it but basically the spot 
um it's just like a it just looks like a tall building there's nothing to it that you would even know what it was unless you had been there before and when my friends first invited me to go um this was years back and you know they were like we're gonna go to the spa and I was like okay like I was thinking like okay like it's gonna be like a massage room and like massage tables and like maybe those chairs like massage chairs maybe like a like a steam room sauna you know like American like American kind of thing I mean I should have known that it wasn't because I was hanging out with all my Japanese friends but you know I mean usually when I'm with them we don't really go to like a lot of American establishments which is fine I mean I'm not complaining but we kind of tend to take more advantage of the part of the city that's not American-owned businesses. Um, and so I, I always appreciate that because I've always had, like, not, like, a foot in the door necessarily, but, like, I've definitely been exposed to different cultural things that I wouldn't have even known to go into because I wouldn't have even known what it was. Like, if the wording's not in English and it's, like, yeah, it's like I don't even have any clue what this is and, like there are a lot of places in in this part of the city where it's like they don't put like a little sign that says in English what it is and so like if you don't know what it says then you just either walk in and figure it out or you just don't go in because you don't know what it is um there's some shopping centers where I've kind of peeked through the doors and like looked in and like it's kind of like you know um it's something that we that we um don't quite we don't quite go into like Americans don't really tend to just see something that's not in English and be like oh I'm curious but I did learn about some places by just opening the door and like just looking in and seeing what's going on in there um a lot of times it's like restaurants or like little small businesses and stuff um it's never I've never really come across anything that was like outrageously like like nothing yeah nothing that would be like suspicious they're all like legit businesses that at least from what I saw but um I just think you know Americans get a little like afraid it's like oh like Americans don't like being the minority I think and it's kind of like well I'm black and female and gay, so, like, I'm kind of used to being a freaking minority, but it's kind of interesting entering, like, another minority group's cultural space, and then you're another kind of minority, it's like, uh, like, (laughs) and it's like, I'm not, I think, I think people aren't really used to seeing people like me in this area of town, too, so it's kind of, like, a little bit, like, that's the only thing that ever really worries me, is, like, you know, cultures can clash, and sometimes you're just like, oh, like, you know, whatever, like, there's nothing you can really do about that. You just, it's a learning experience from everyone. All you can really do at best is learn. Um, if you can't learn or don't want to learn, then that's, that's a whole other issue. But, um, so yeah, like, I would say it's just a chill spot. Like, you can go in, um, and basically, you know, you just check in they tell you either left or right for like male or female locker room you go into the locker room you change into the clothing that they give you the kind of like shorts and t-shirt that they give you um no shoes allowed you can have slippers and part of the bath part but you you're not really wearing them like in the water and stuff and so you would go in basically you have nothing but a towel um, if you leave the locker room, when you're going into the baths, you only have the towel. Um, you don't really have other stuff unless you have like soap or something like that. You're not really bringing anything else with you. Um, they give you like a key that I think it attaches like around your wrist. I can't remember if it's like a regular kind of key or some kind of scanning thing. I can't remember, but like, I just remember like, yeah there's something that like so you don't have to worry about holding your stuff because you're not you don't have pockets or anything obviously um so you just walk in take a shower um and then once you're clean you go into the relaxing bath whichever one you prefer there's like warm hot cold 
Um, but it's separated, you know, the locker rooms are specifically gendered, male, female. The bath areas are specifically gendered, like, directly from the locker room, you would go straight into the bath. Um, and then there's another door for the locker room to go upstairs, and you can go upstairs clothes, you wear clothes in that section, it's, everybody can go into that upstairs area, and you basically just put on whatever garment you already were given the the shorts and things and you just go upstairs and you can just lounge around eat some food they have a lot of of food there um it's mostly korean food and different kind of like a little bit of like asian fusion type of snacks and foods and stuff um i think you have your wallet i can't remember if you have your wallet or if they just like charge you and then you get a bill when you leave i can't remember because it's been a long time but i do remember that you don't really have that much stuff with you unless you bring like a bag with you upstairs with like a laptop or like stuff like that where like if you're gonna work or study or have books or something you can bring that upstairs but otherwise you're just like lounging around but yeah when i was thinking about it um kind of two things that kind of were um that you know were kind of uh interesting to me were like i don't know how they would address like trans people um i don't know at all uh i have no clue um i actually thought about calling to ask their policies just because um i don't know i'm not like like dating this person but i would say um a lot of times when i have gone on dates with like a trans person i've literally had the call like i don't go to like these types of places like often or with trans people necessarily um but when i have made plans um i've always like called to ask called ahead to kind of like get an idea and ask like okay what's what's going on like what's this uh what's this um um like what are the rules like do you serve like trans people you know like what like you know just so that um you know I don't know I've had experience where I've experiences where I've hung out with trans friends and it's like they kind of get like denied from a lot of places or it's just like just uncomfortable just because the staff isn't prepared there's no protocol in place and you know coming from working in a mental health environment at least there's like some awareness I feel like we at least know in Southern California where we fall short and we know, okay, maybe we're not like equipped to necessarily help this population of people like directly as well as we would like or as well as they would need. But at least we can direct them in the right place if there's something available, or at least we can try our best with what knowledge we have and kind of learn as we go. Um, which isn't maybe like the absolute best, but we we don't really necessarily turn people away. But other, like we don't turn people away necessarily for being trans and not like fitting into different categories um, that are already in place. Like we'll try and address it and be like, well, we need to make an option for the this population of people. Like we try to do something about it. Um so uh yeah i've noticed a lot of you know that mindset you kind of get into that mindset of like okay like people will be accommodating and then like outside of that realm it's like oh like other businesses don't really think this way so which you know sometimes it just never comes to their mind and some places are totally open to like changing things and then other places are totally just like what are you talking about um but also too people can't necessarily be like declined 
I mean, unless it's like one of those businesses where they're like, we reserve the right to refuse service to anyone. But it's like, I feel like a lot of times if no one's doing anything wrong, they can't really be like declined to be able to get whatever the service is or get whatever the product is or whatever it may be. Unless you're like age restricted or some other kind of weird like legal restriction. So it's like... I always wonder in places like that, there's like, you know, I'm almost tempted to just like call and just like ask, like, what would be, what would be the rules, right? So, um, I mean, I've done that when it's like a date kind of situation and it's like, I don't want to find this out on the spot, you know, that they don't have bathrooms that somebody could use or that you know, um, it's going to be an issue, you know, it could be anything as simple as, like, going to the rock gym, rock climbing, like, pretty much anywhere, honestly, um, where it's, like, I mean, it's already weird enough being misgendered as it is, but it's, like, if I flash somebody, like, you're gonna know what's going on, like, it's not, like, you know, there's no mistaking that, but I mean, I feel like with some people, it's like, I hate using the word passing, but it's like some people might not be, um, might look one way or like, you know, just different things with different types of people's bodies. Like some people have different procedures or different types of, um, surgeries and things and other people don't. Some people have facial hair and other, or other body hair and other people don't. Um, it's kind of hard to know, you know like what what type of person would be fully accepted as far as like something like that that's like a fully gendered thing it's like they have only like a male or female locker room so it's like which one if the person wants to come in and wants to go into whichever locker room like say if you go in I mean you have to show your ID to make sure you know if you're not with a kid you know you have to I mean if you're you basically have to make sure that you're of age, like, of a certain age range. You can't just be, like, roaming free in there by yourself if you're, I think, under 18. Um, so they do take ID, but then when you go in, it's like, you know, if you're a trans person, your ID might not match um, your gender of what you call yourself, of what you are. So, like, female to male or male to female, your ID is usually going to say whatever assigned gender you were at birth. And so, if they're looking at your ID and it says that you were, for example, born uh, male, but you come in with, like, long makeup and nails done and you know, long long hair, make, like, you know, just, like, very femme presenting, and, you know, they're not gonna know, like, what to give you, like, everybody wears the same, like, shorts and t-shirts, those are just very, like, sweatpants style, they're not even, like, fitted for, like, you know how a lot of times female clothing is fitted for, like, more fitted, you know, usually they make it, like, more fitted, and then generally male style clothing, they make it more looser, looser style, um so it's just like that classic old school 90s like sweats like it's not even like anything um so I would assume that you know going upstairs shouldn't be an issue but the thing is to get upstairs you have to go through the locker rooms and so I just don't know like I think about stuff like that I'm like I don't really know and I'm not like trying to like um say anything bad about their business I don't even know their policy I've never talked to this place at all I'm not even going to mention which one I'm talking about, but that's one thing that I think about. And then the other thing is just kind of like, you know, my first experience going there was that I didn't even know what it was. Um, I didn't know what kind of, uh, what to experience or what, I wasn't even told, like, it was just like a whole cultural, like, they told me it was a spa. Everybody assumed that we all knew what that meant. And I went and I was like, oh, I didn't expect there to be like a room with like a naked bath situation happening. Like that wasn't like, 
I mean, I'd watched, like, the only place I'd ever really seen it was when I would watch, like, Japanese movies um, with, like, or, like, anime or, like, just, like, live action or, like, movies. Like, that's the only place I've seen it. Um, and otherwise, never, I don't think. Before that, I'd never, I've never been to Japan, never experienced it firsthand before that. And I think the first time I went, I was like, well, I wasn't prepared for this, so I'm not really going to go. Um, so I just kind of hung out, like, by myself upstairs till everyone was done. Then we all met upstairs and, like, ate dinner. Um, and then the next time, you know, I was like, well, you guys got to tell me, like, what to bring or, like, you know, because I don't even know, like, what what's going on here. So I went, but I was with friends that, like, none of, like, you know, I have a mixed group of friends, males, females, but the females didn't speak English. And so I was just kind of like with them and just like, we weren't like talking or anything. I was just like, okay, like we're just gonna go do this and just like relax. So we were just kind of chilling there. And then we eventually just dried off and went upstairs pretty much and just met everybody, uh, all the other guys, you know, and then I was like talking to them cause I was closer friends with the guys but they had girlfriends that didn't speak English so I was like well I I mean I was used to hanging out with them I hung out with them all the time without having to speak speak Japanese or anything like I was just like whatever like I don't really care like it didn't like ever bother me but it was just like it's a little awkward of an experience and it's not like I mean they weren't Korean but it's like for them it was more of a familiar experience than it was for me I was like I don't even know what's going on um it's like yeah there's like rules to things and I was like I don't understand like I, w- I would have preferred to have somebody there to explain it to me that spoke English but you know whatever um it was fine though it was I, like I was used to the people I'd probably known them for like a couple years by that point so and we hung out like every weekend pretty much so yeah but I was thinking I was like dude there really aren't that many places where you know not necessarily if you want to get naked, that's not really, but it's like, there aren't really places that are well known, that are like, advertised to the public in American culture, where you would be taking off your clothes as a, as a relaxing environment. Like when you get a massage or something, yeah, you can take off your clothes and they'll put a towel and then they'll do the massage, but you're not usually really anywhere without your clothes on um I mean for me I don't really mind it Uh, it's it's just one of those things like eh, I have to be in the mood to want to do it um I don't know I never really I don't think (sighs) I don't know because I know in in U.S. culture nudity tends to be one of those sexualized things where it's kind of like almost like it's kind of weird too because like Things like even like linking arms or like holding hands and kissing people, that's almost sexualized too. Um, Like, but it's kind of interesting. Like, I think, I don't remember who pointed this out to me, but it was somebody. And I can't remember who the heck it was, but it was, it wasn't that long ago. Cause it was like in grad school that somebody was like, I can't remember who, but somebody was like, like I can't remember what who it was but I'm trying to like think of like this like the setting of where I was but I remember walking through a parking lot um coming out of like it was either Korean barbecue or boba or like something like that and I was with some friends and one of them was kind of like kind of like a touchy-feely you know some people are just like really touchy-feely people and then I was with some other, like, female that I knew, and we're just, like, walking towards the car, and then, you know, the other female that I knew was, like, I don't know how how you can stand when when she, like, talking about some other, like, female friend of mine, that she is always, like, touching you and, like, holding your hand and that kind of stuff, because, like, she, I guess she was, like, I don't know how you can, like, stand people doing that if you're not gay or whatever, and I was kind of like, well, I am, but, I mean, that's not really, I didn't really take it like that, though. It's, like, I feel like there's a difference between, like, that kind of, like, 
like that kind of thing like you can tell when somebody's just being friendly and I kind of knew for that person it was like cultural too and then like I I don't really come from a culture where people are really like hands-on like touchy-feely kind of like arm around your neck kind of like holding your hand kind of all that but definitely the hugging not so much I mean I've been raised around a lot of Latino culture so like sometimes you know I would get like the the kiss on the cheek from my friend's mom kind of thing like that was like normal um or like a couple friends that would that would do that but it, it wasn't really um yeah like there was definitely a lot of uh like just people get a little concerned about it and I I mean I I get it I guess I mean it's like it kind of does like assume some things but at the same time it's like in my head I've always been like who cares but then it's like I also know depending what environment you're hanging out in that might not necessarily be like the safest of looks to have is to be like you know, openly just, like, being physical, like, physical affectionate that's not between two assumed, like, hetero cis people is usually, like, people aren't necessarily, like, frowning, but they're kind of like, eh, like, don't do that in front of my kids, or kind of, like, take that to another room, or, like, you know, like, there might be somebody getting offended, um, but yeah, I just find it kind of interesting. Um, like American culture does have a lot of like sexualized kind of things that aren't even necessarily like inherently sexual. But I think every culture has that. Like I know like like the Himba tribe, for example, they're like they don't really wear that much clothing in all honesty. Um, they're the ones that have the the hair that's kind of covered in that like red kind of clay that looks like braids covered with like clay kind of like a reddish clay and then they have like usually the women have no top and have like a like a skirt type of bottom clothing like not a long skirt it's like a short little skirt and then guys have like a like sort of a loincloth situation like some kind of bottom covering type of thing um I don't know the exact words for it but I mean, for them, it's like they're hardly wearing any clothes, but they cover their ankles. You know, they'll usually have their ankles, like, wrapped with, like, different types of, like, beads and ropes and different kinds of things. Like, they, like, traditionally, like, no shoes, no pants, no top. But, you know, they can be still, like, adorned with, like, different beads and different, like, hair types of things. And then just, like whatever they have on their ankles and like in our culture in the u.s it's like nobody cares about your ankles that much these days but um but yeah they don't really see like breasts to be like a big deal it's just like whatever you're you got them like whatever they're there and so it's kind of an interesting thing um because i'm pretty sure they weren't like sexualized about that when they were like younger so they don't really care when they grow up. Um, and then, but it's kind of interesting in American culture how, you know, Americans don't really have, like, I don't know, American culture is pretty repressive, in all honesty. It's, like, it's pretty, like, it's it's repressive and oppressive. It's, like, it's a combination, but it's, like, yeah, it's it's really it's kind of like a fascinating thing because like other cultures don't really see it that way like there's nothing really inherently sexual about taking off your clothes like for me the only time I think of it as like a sexual thing is if somebody's being like flirty about it like if they're like stripping or like giving you like a lap dance or something that's kind of like purposely sexualized or if they're like taking off their clothes in a certain way where they're like trying to get your attention like that I mean like otherwise it's just like you're just taking off your clothes like everybody does it pretty much every day it's not really a big deal like I don't know like right now mostly it's just me and my mom at the house and so like usually I'm like 
you know, especially on hot days, I'm like, I'm not really gonna wear a lot of clothing, and then, like, our laundry room is, like, kind of far, like, from where my room is, so I have to go, like, past the family room, through, like, this hallway that's near the kitchen to get into the garage where the washer-dryer is, so before, I mean, I haven't done this lately because we don't have, like, a working dryer, we've been, like, hang-drying our clothes, and just, like, nobody cares to get the dryer fixed, but um, we've been hang-drying our clothes, and um we um yeah we just kind of hang dry our stuff and so it's kind of um I mean it's easy to do but you still have to wait a little bit but when we had like a dryer I would be like you know fresh out of the shower and I would be like dry it off and then like look around and see if anybody's around in the house and then I'd like <laughs> you know bolt across the house to the to the dryer to like get my clothes and then I'd just like get dressed in the garage which is weird maybe but it's like I don't know I don't like to like consume too much of my time sometimes I'm just like dude I'm trying to just like get out the door so I'd rather just get changed and then get ready and leave versus like okay now I gotta bring all my laundry out of here and bring it all the way back and then like and I would just like keep my clothes in the dryer till I came back to like fold them up and stuff but unless somebody needed it but I mean usually if it was just me doing laundry I I wouldn't really care but you know like I think everybody in my house probably knows that about me so I don't know but I've never to my knowledge been like caught doing it but it would be awkward if I was but I haven't been but it would be awkward and then when I've had like roommates housemates I don't I don't I I wear clothes when I'm living with them um but yeah I just find it interesting like like there is a point in time like in American culture where like you eventually get taught to maybe like wear clothes more often um, and I don't know when that age is. I want to say it's near five, near when people start going to kindergarten. I can't really think specifically, though, of when that age is. Um, and I know plenty of plenty of uh, females that I grew up with that were, you know, we would grow up playing sports. And, like, there was always, like, a certain point in time where, you know, you would do shirts and skins and it's like you already know what team you're gonna be on it's like well of course I'm not like trying to take off my shirt and stuff but it's like you already know like which team you're gonna be on like it's just like a given like they're not gonna tell you to take off your shirt but it's just kind of like a weird thing like there would always be stuff like that that would come up that would be just like when you hang out with people that you know are taking off part of their clothing you don't really do that like I know in Adventist culture it was kind of frowned upon to wear, like, bikinis, like, a two-piece bikini, um, but I know people who did it, like, I've never been much of a swimsuit person, like, I don't know, to me it's just, I mean, I get why people wear them, because it actually makes, like, way more sense, but, like, I had a swimsuit, um, like, a one-piece, and I would always just kind of wear, like, board shorts over it just because that's I mean like half the clothes I own are like freaking board shorts like it was just something I would wear at the beach and like I was I used to always be at the beach so it was like I would always have the swimsuit and then the board shorts and then you know like it would just be like you know tops covered with the swimsuit and then just like jump in the water and like I don't know like I I never really like I'm not really a good a great swimmer or anything but I mean I used to I used to be like a lot more active at the beach so it wasn't really so much about me like taking off um oh my gosh like taking off like the bottom portion of it that wasn't necessarily like a big issue um to not wear the shorts it was more so okay I'm like running around playing soccer and like trying to learn how to skimboard and like falling on my ass and like you know like we would do some like boogie boarding and all this other kind of stuff that I was kind of like I don't know if this 
is enough clothing to like comfortably just be doing all that so i would usually wear just like something because i would not anymore but i would just like run around at the beach like that and then when i outgrew that swimsuit i just kind of never bought another one like i literally still have it like (laughs) i have so much old shit that like i need to just totally toss but i'm literally just like looking right at it like the like a piece of the shoulder strap of it i still have it like it's the only swimsuit i've ever owned like since geez i don't know like i was the same size for a long time and so i wore that probably through most of high school like i think i stopped really growing as far as height in like maybe seventh grade or something and then my shoe size got a little little bit bigger over time but no like overall I've pretty much been the same size until I started gaining weight. Then it's like, okay, now I'm bigger in that way. But pretty much all the way up until probably until I was about 17, I could fit pretty much the same clothes. And then from that point on, pretty much all the way up until like after my first year of grad school. Because that was the least active I ever was starting at that point until COVID. Then it was like, oh, my God, like now literally like my activity levels have really changed and my metabolism is like way slower. But yeah, other than that, like, yeah, I'm trying to think if there are other other examples, but I think those are the only ones I would say that I have. It's just kind of interesting to me. I just find it all interesting that. Um, that people aren't like I don't know like I'm not saying people need to like take off their clothes and stuff but it's just kind of like it's not like socially really a thing that people do in this culture in in American culture but something I did want to mention which is kind of because I don't know if I should even mention it because it's not really like a, a majority culture thing but I do think in queer culture, there is a little bit more um, space for that kind of for that kind of thing. Um, I mean, there are uh, I don't know um, if it's called this all over the world, but bath bathhouses for the most part. I mean, bathhouses tend to be gay men. And usually it's, uh, it can be like a cross between like a sauna, a sauna type place where people can have sex there. Like they're just called bathhouses. Like they have them all over the place, but they're like hidden. They're not like mainstream. Like, um, I couldn't give like any addresses, but I'm I've looked them up before. Like they have them in LA, San Francisco. Um a lot of major cities have them. They don't tend to have female spaces like that too much. Um but they do have them. Um but just like a little bit away from like the queer culture, there's not a little bit away, but just like there, there's like there's like the banya from like I guess like Russian culture, um, some other like Scandinavian cultures um, have like different types of like sauna and spa type of. Um, places that are like uh kind of like you know like those wooden it's like wooden a wooden room with the seating and then like there's like those coals or whatever those heated things are that you kind of put more on there and then for the steam you can you can add the water um i mean i've i've definitely heard about that i don't know if I would assume LA would have something like that and I don't know how the nudity works in those but from what I gather it tends to be towels but um 
otherwise people can just kind of do whatever, um, not do whatever, but, like, you know, like, people are there to, like, chat, relax, um, now, I'm not certain, I'm not certain if Vietnamese culture has something like that, but the reason why I think there might be is because whenever I go to the gym in San Diego, the gyms that have, like, the steam rooms, the saunas, things like, like the jacuzzi, stuff like that, the pool, um, usually I'm there with a bunch of elderly Vietnamese people, um, they tend to use it probably the most, and I can't tell if it's because of, you know, they've created, like, a community that meets there, and they just socialize there, or maybe, like, there's a large Vietnamese community living in the area, but I, I, I'm thinking that there might be something culturally that, like, maybe draws them to that, um, at the gym, because it's like, you're already paying for the gym, it just happens to be there, but it's not, like, nude, like, people aren't, like, nude in there, and it's co-ed, like, um, the locker rooms aren't co-ed, but the, the pool, the sauna, the steam room, the jacuzzi, they're all co-ed, um, and usually it's just, like, me sitting in there with, like, a bunch of, like, old, like, Vietnamese guys, um, and, like, I'm a regular, they're a regular, like, we're all kind of, like, regular, so, like, we just all kind of, like, chill, but, and sometimes they're talking, but it's, like, I can't understand what they're saying anyway, so, like, it doesn't necessarily, like, distract me or anything um from like relaxing but I mean I don't mind it I don't I never even knew I was always wondering if it's awkward for them like I'm usually just going in and like my beach clothes like like a like a rash guard and like board shorts I'm not even like wearing like a bikini or anything and I'm just like I wonder if it's weird for them that I'm like a female and they're like old guys because I think about it I'm like in my in my dad's culture that would be like weird like you don't do the whole gender and uh age hierarchy crossover like that just like you stay with your own type you don't really go out and if you are with your own other gender if you're with other genders usually you're of the same age range you don't usually cross between age ranges like when I go to my family's houses and they're like sitting at a table and it's all like adults older than me like my parents age and that my aunts uncles their friends I'll look around and I'll be like I'm the only person my age at this table so I'll literally just get up and go find somebody who's either younger than me or looks like they're closer to my age and usually it's like we know we're supposed to hang out with each other you know um it's kind of awkward when you're like the in-between age it's like there's little kids running around and then there's like your parents so usually it's like if there's kids running around I'll go outside and like toss a football around like three flags up like something like that but otherwise like yeah I'm usually with my own age range um so and I'm pretty sure a lot of cultures are like that but maybe even more strictly like you know I'm in my 30s I have friends in their 40s friends in their 50s friends in their 30s friends in their 20s um I don't really tend to have a lot of friends that are older than, like, maybe early 50s. Um, And most of the people I know that are older are usually, like, church affiliate type people. Like, I don't tend to meet people newly that are, like, of that age range. And for a while, I haven't really met anybody really in their 20s, like, very, very recently. Um, but yeah, I still know people who are in their 20s, their friends. I mean, I don't really have a problem with it. It's just, you know, I mean, I forget how old I am sometimes. I'm like, oh, shoot. But like, <laughs> but it's just kind of funny. But yeah, I don't know. But yeah, um, yeah, the last thing I was trying to say was about like queer culture. So they do have like things like that, but they're not necessarily for. I mean, those are definitely sexualized. Like, queer bathhouses are definitely a sexualized space. Like, people go there and have sex there, or they hook up and they find people to take home if they're going home. But it's usually more of, like, a space for people to kind of just be having sex or finding people to hook up with. Um, I don't know if straight people go to them, honestly. Um... And then, 
I really just don't know if straight people go to... I don't even know if they have them for straight people. I I don't know. I've never looked. I've never heard anybody talk about it. Um, I mean, they have sex parties. I mean, that's... Usually, sex parties do tend to be kind of either more swingerish or hetero couples. Unless you're specifically looking for... A certain sexuality or gender dynamic I mean they have like hosted ones where there's like people who like host them like um it's not the same thing but almost like if somebody would have like a yoga retreat kind of thing it's almost like that like people can sign up to go and do this thing um but yeah I don't know really of any like straight bathhouses um they do tend to be for gay males um i don't know if trans males um i don't really know if if the if it's like open to trans males i mean i feel like most of queer community things are open to trans people um but i i just don't know uh, I, I've never asked any of my trans friends um, if they've gone to any of those bathhouses before. Um, I don't even know if they would be interested to do it or if that's what they want to do. I mean, like, I actually don't think I have any trans male friends that are gay. I'm trying to think about it. I don't think I do. Um... I have trans female friends that are gay, but not trans male friends that are gay. So, yeah, I don't think that they'd necessarily want to be going to, like, a gay men bathhouse. That probably wouldn't be what they were looking for necessarily, but I don't know. I mean, like, I really have no idea. Um, But, yeah, they're basically there, like, for people to be able to have sex with each other. Um, Those are sexualized and I don't know if if they, like, what services they offer. I know they have them for females. They're, like, few and far between. You kind of can't really find them, and they're pretty underground, and they're usually, like... Like, another word that's used, though, is sauna. Like, sauna is another word that you will see, but a lot of times it's usually female usually but even though that word out here isn't i think in singapore people say sauna more more likely um and i know singapore has them um but yeah it's 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 one of those things too i don't even know if like straight culture has them i've never heard of anything like that for straight people like, just, like, an establishment that just, like, go in there and, like, get a ticket and you have sex with people. I don't know if that's, like, a business. Um, and in the U.S., I don't know if it's legal or not legal or, like, what the restrictions are with it. But I know they exist. Um, they're just not, like, commonly advertised. But, like, you can find people who know who know about it and stuff. Like, it's not... Like, in major cities, it's not that hard to find um they're just not obvious it's usually like oh that building over there that like nobody ever really knows what it is but it's been there for years it's like that's the one um but yeah I don't I don't really know like I there are a lot of things about the straight world that I just don't freaking know like that's that's one of them that I guess I'd probably have to find out because I've never looked I've never looked or talked to anybody who's ever mentioned anything along those lines. Um, Which is kind of surprising. You would think that they would have places like that. But, I mean, they have strip clubs, I guess, where usually it's it's for guys to go watch women strip. Like, usually that's more the norm. Um, And then as far as, like, stripping, they do have uh, a lot of, like, I I can't I don't I don't think it's it's probably 50-50 if you go to like a gay event there's going to be go-go dancers and they're not like fully nude usually but I mean I don't know if you tip them there might be some some brief nudity um 
sometimes but yeah I I don't know I don't know like there like there's even like some of the servers at some of the places where where I where I go and like hang out with friends and stuff there's some lounges and like some clubs where there's just like these guys that just like walk around and like they kind of know some of my friends and so they'll kind of linger a bit and just like hang out and they just basically just wear speedos or like a fanny pack and like a thong and they're basically just serving like jello shots or whatever and like you know they they kind of flirt a little bit with their customers and stuff but usually they kind of like are just pretty professional and just friendly and then otherwise they talk to their friend their friends like the people who they know um and I just happen to know people who know the people who have those jobs but not all of them but like so I've like interacted with them some but not so much like we don't like know each other like if I see them like outside of that you know area like out on the street just like in passing like walking I'll just hey what's up you know but other than that like I'm not like we don't like know each other necessarily I mean you never know I mean for me I always feel like you never know who you're gonna actually know like you know friends of friends sometimes you know like you give somebody a ride home or something and then like you know you exchange numbers and now you're now you start hanging out and like you never know right like I've made friends from just interacting with friends of other friends like that's not totally uncommon but at the moment I don't know anyone who's currently a go-go dancer I have friends who were go-go dancers when I knew them um and we didn't um I mean I never went to a place when they were dancing so I don't know where they were dancing but it was in LA it was like before I even moved from LA so it was in LA um and I don't think I've ever had any straight friends that are go-go dancers um, that I know of. I don't know. Like, it's just, I don't know. It's it's kind of interesting to kind of compare different cultural aspects of things. Like, I feel like, I, I could be wrong on this. I feel like like gay people overall are kind of like definitely will definitely oppressed but then definitely also like have this kind of like repressive upbringing trend not everybody but a lot of people are this is this isn't uncommon that a lot of gay people are kind of like repressed at a younger age and until they get more like independent and then they can kind of live the life they want to live but usually if you're living under somebody else's roof you kind of got to play by their rules um or like you a lot of people can't even like be comfortably out like safely out and so like there is this kind of like gay awakening i guess you would say or they call it like the the like a gay adolescence where it's like you're in your 20s and 30s and you're you know finally just like out in the gay world just like running wild so like i think that might be why a lot of like queer culture has a lot of like not overly sexualized but just like super like it might seem like people are really just like out to party and stuff because a lot of queer people didn't get to do that when they were like in high school or whatever like while all their friends were running around with like prom dates and all this other stuff you're just like yeah i'm going through the motions but i don't really feel like the same way like you look around you're like why is everybody so happy like about this like i don't really see like any like real it's just like something you're just doing and it's like yeah it's fun to be with your friends and take pictures and go in a limo and all that but it's like usually you know if you're like forced to date in the straight world and you're not straight and then you're just like okay I don't understand why my friends are so like boy crazy or why they're so like into like this whole other thing and it's just like you don't have that life usually till you're like a little older and have your own independence and then you're like usually older by that point usually in your 20s or so and then you're just like oh shoot like (laughs) there's this whole world out there you know um to participate in but I don't really know if that's why but that's kind of my where my speculation goes um but yeah 
uh, I'll just end it soon. I think one thing I really liked that I I heard like a new to say on some show once was that like he, the thing that he was saying was the best thing about nudity is because it puts everybody on an even playing field like you can't tell like who has money who doesn't have money like you can tell by like body image kind of who's taking care of their bodies or whatever but outside of that like there's so much that you can't really judge um everyone comes into the room without anything so um that's kind of ending thoughts but Hope this was interesting. Thanks for listening.